Well, well, well. We are live. The gun show, bro, like that. I'm wider than a phantom. Anyway, I'm going live on Instagram because apparently it's cooler than Facebook. But to be honest with you, I prefer Instagram over Facebook, but I don't know. The engagement is different on Facebook, but I can't decide. But ultimately, I had to figure out how to live stream with my mic to Instagram. It's just just too much of a ram hogger for my computer. And I managed to figure something out like a workaround with this, but nonetheless, I think, uh, what's up, Jen? Let me wave at you. Um, I usually do kind of like these deep, I guess, thought provoking like sessions at night. Cause, um, if you're like me, there's a lot of stuff that I don't forget about throughout the day. So, I know a lot of people just go, oh, I'm too busy to fucking remember any of that shit. I get it. A lot of people are busy, but I'm busy too. And I don't forget about stuff. That's the curse of a good memory. Like, for example, uh, I think me and my my high school buddies were just, um, we were catching up not too long ago on this app called House Party. And I brought something up that they just totally didn't even remember. And it was something, it was something simple. Like, oh, do you remember that somebody was introduced to the group and nobody really approved of this person? It was such like mean girl shit, but regardless, uh, I remembered every single detail the day it was. Um, it was at nutrition and then it carried out into lunch. I remember that I had a, a review for a test that day in honors English class, like really crazy shit. Mm. But nonetheless, um, yeah, I think about stuff throughout the day and like, for example, like my, my shoulders barely like starting to give me shit. Like I've never really like had shoulder issues before when I was throwing either a discus or a football or a baseball. But now it's like I'm pushing 40 and everything's starting to hurt. And I got that thrower's shoulder for the first time in ever. I mean, I've had a couple of aches and pains here and there, but I just started again. And I think it's because I was asleep like this and I could feel it just when I extended. I you know, I could feel it right here. And I pin, you pinpoint exactly where it is, and it's right up here where your shoulder rotates. So of course you gotta you gotta you gotta ice it and just not do too much movement on it. Yeah, I know, Jen. My my knees, especially my back, my back is really bad. Um I mean I can still lift heavy and stuff like that, but I don't do it like I used to. But I know for a fact that later um, I will hopefully not have a surgical procedure to have a fusion in the, my, my lower spine because 
you know, the, the, the body is not very forgiving when you put yourself through, through so much fun. I like to call it, everyone calls it torture, but no, I had a lot of fun. For example, when, um, throughout high school, I played sports, I lifted weights. Um, and then here's where it got really fun after high school, when I started playing in a band right after I stopped playing, uh, I think I only lasted one preseason game of college football because I got tired of getting beat up. I, uh, I, I dropped out of college. I got into rock and roll basically and just working. And I was moshing my face off, literally my body off every single chance I got and every, every single gig. And the one that put me to the ultimate test, I clearly remember this. It was, I believe it was around February or April of 2000. And Slipknot had played at the Palladium with Head P.E. and Mudvayne. I don't remember exactly the day. Maybe I could look it up. Slipknot Palladium 2000. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was now. Oh, May 12, 2000. God damn. What's up, Preston? What's up, Ethan? So I'm reminiscing about a May 12, 2000 Hollywood Palladium Slipknot concert that put my mosh pitting to the test because I mean, I've been through uh, a couple of mosh pits already by then I was 19 years old already um, but I got to see them and um, they played the entire first album which is crazy uh, they opened up with uh, the barcode intro um, they went into sick eyeless wait and bleed no life and then I heard one of the b-sides which is purity that didn't make it to the to the main release uh, and then they played Get This and so, Surfacing Scissors. Um, did I ever knock anyone out in a pit? There's actually, well, most recently I, I did and it got caught on video. <laughs> it was just last year at Knotfest. Um, I did it breaking up a fight because the guy, they were, they were trying, the guy punched a girl in front of me and Roger. Um, so that's the most recent one. And then I remember clearly, and this is a true story. It's all, I'll show you the link. Uh, I don't know if they got the punch on video, Preston, but um, you, you see me because I'm clearly wearing a big straw hat and the Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah, I, I shared it yesterday. I'm a big straw hat and the Rob Gronkowski jersey. Um, but here's one that is vivid in my head, and it was a, a, a little bit scary because I'm like, fuck, like, what's going to happen? So what year did, let's see, Slayer Ozfest, I believe it was 2004. Uh, yeah, so Ozfest 2004 um, in San Bernardino, as always, the uh, the second stage, which was uh, was fucking amazing. They had um, 
Otep, which is one of my all-time favorite female MCs, believe it or not. She was an MC playing in a heavy metal band, and this chick was a gangbanger, a former white girl gangbanger from 213. Turned her life around a little bit, got into music, and then I was like, holy shit, like, of course, lesbian, you know, all tatted up, got, you know, turned her life around with whatever she was doing. Uh, it was her, her, her band Otep, but that, that was her stage name. Uh, Devil Driver and check this out this is just the second stage before the rest of the bands actually fucking played there was this one Orange County hardcore band called Throwdown this is this is I'm setting the premise as to what happened that day so Throwdown attracted a lot of bros from Orange County this bro scene has been going on for a while it's you know it's evident now how orange county is especially huntington beach you know there's a lot of fucking dummies out there tito ortiz being one of them sorry not sorry um but throw down played and all of a sudden like there was it was a bit marginalized at these shows because you can clearly see where all the white supremacists were uh, and all the Mexicans, which is kind of where we were, but the Mexicans and everyone else, they kind of blended with each other. I mean, there was the, the whites and the blacks and the Latinos that didn't really fucking give a shit about all that gangbanging stuff. But then <laughs> there was the group of Sureños that were right there just standing on deck. You could tell because they were having it was a show of tattoo. You know, it was it was tattoo the year. All uh, every one of these concerts was just that, you know, you had to represent your, your hood, especially if you were white because you're in San Bernardino. So this band throwdown comes up and. That's when I started seeing the pit get really nasty. It wasn't our typical pit. Like, hey, wait a minute. You know, people were throwing elbows. Um, you know, someone got front kicked, you know, like push kicked. I mean, that that's actually when you push kick someone, that's kind of a threat. Like, OK, what are you doing? And um, and once that happened, I was like, OK, I was already alarmed. Like, all right, something something's going to happen. So I didn't think anything of it. So I went in the pit and I noticed that they really weren't um, engaging with me. Right. Because I'm kind of I mean, these guys are fucking huge. I mean, I'm six, three at the um, no 2004. I was six, two. I grew an inch for some fucking reason. Um, and I was in very good shape. That's when I was working out religiously seven days a week. So I was about six to two thirty five. Um, I had short, spiky hair, kind of like the Mexican fucking Pauly D, all that shit. And I'm going around. And I'm like, all right, no one's trying to try me. Nobody. And I'm like, OK, I didn't think, anything, but I kept seeing other people get punk and I would have to scoop them up. And, you know, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, dude? Like, again, they weren't trying me. So throw down. Comes off the stage. Uh, Otep comes on. We're we're rocking it in the pit. That was a great pit. Um, we got to see her after the show. We told her, Hey, we're, we, uh, we've, we've been following you since you started. Um, one of my good acquaintances, uh, Dave, uh, was playing in the band at the time, but he got fired for some reason. Um, I'm sure there's a story behind that. Um, so yeah, oh yeah, you got to check out this, this one band, um, uh, my homegirl plays in and that's Lacuna Coil. And Lacuna Coil um, has, what's her name? Uh, 
Christine, what's her fucking name? Christina Scabia. And um, I don't know at the time, but Christina was dating. I know she's married now. I don't, or I don't know if she still is, but um, she was dating Jim Root from Slipknot, which is the taller guitar player. Guitar player, um, not the one with the hockey-like uh, mask, but the other guy, the one with the uh, the white and the black on the on the mask. And um, fuck, uh, the band was dope, and I'm like, oh shit, she's cute. So th- again, that was the premise. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of girls in heavy metal and rock and roll that are coming up, and this was 16 years ago. Then um, Bleeding Through comes on, and again, all the bros. I'm like, fuck, dude, like, what the hell? And Atreyu comes on, same shit. Like, I'm seeing snappers at this at this point, because Bleeding Through is another Orange County band. Throwdown was an Orange County band. Atreyu for sure is an Orange County band. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't want to... I'm like this, this I'm I'm looking at other people. I'm like, okay, you guys are kind of catching on as to what's happening here. And I'm like, someone's gonna get hurt. And um, this is where I'm like, okay, this is where I started defending not only people that were helpless, but people, but myself as well. Because now I, I'm like, okay, now I I can see that they're they're trying to kind of like weigh you like size you up and see where your weakness is or whatever and then just kind of go for it if you ever heard of the band lamb of god this and there's three bands up (laughs) uh there's three bands left after lamb of god so lamb of god has this thing called the wall of death so the wall of death is you basically have the middle of the pit like this and Randy, the lead singer, one of the greatest vocalists of our time in, in this genre, um, asked people to split like this, kind of like parting the Red Sea. And then everyone faces each other. And on his command on the mic, everyone runs at each other and just collides. Cool. I was down with that. I was on the front. It looked like something out of Braveheart, I swear. And I'm running and I can clearly see someone more than like two people with brass knuckles. And I'm like, okay, like I'm running and I'm like, "Mm, right. Like this is someone's going to get hurt. So, um, I, I, I looked at the guys next to me. They already caught on. Everyone's kind of following our lead because it was like we rolled deep. We were like seven deep. And I'm like, go low, go low. So I went and I clearly saw these fucking skinheads wind up and I went low, kind of like a double leg takedown. And then I went like we we basically pushed them up and you just see like maybe like nine of them just flip over and like flip over. And at that point, okay, we got their attention. So no one got hurt. We we were like, Let's, maybe we should get security and let them know that they have weapons. And they went, and of course, fucking, I, I don't know why, nothing happened. Bleeding Through was done. I mean, uh, Lamb of God was done. And I can tell now there's tension in the air. So that was the second stage on the side. So we got the hell out. 
go get some water, get some food, kind of regroup and kind of talk amongst each other like, okay, maybe, you know, hey, something's going to go down because we got two bands left and this second fucking band is really going to stir them up. And we were fans of this band coming up. And I'm like, okay, but, but if you know the history of this band, they've had some, uh, racist controversy against black people, um, because they're from Connecticut and I don't know, not that there's a fucking excuse, but I mean, I'm not from Connecticut, so I don't know. Um, so we're like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to be careful. We got to watch our backs. If you ever heard of this band called hate breed, hate breed is probably in my opinion the new modern the mo- the new and, and modern slayer so it attracts uh uh the clicks it attracts the gangbangers it attracts like it's a mixture of people um that's when okay same guys were were kind of like trying to get to us in the pit uh i'm like hey let's sit this one out and then I clearly remember uh, my friend on to the left of me, uh, his name's Ruben. Uh, someone pushed him from behind and I'm like, hey, what the fuck? I thought they were starting to pit right behind us. And it was a little fucking short skinhead with lightning bolts like tattooed on his arms or some shit. He's like, get in there, Spick. Get in there, Spick. He's like, come on, you fucking pussy. And Ruben's like, what the fuck is he calling me? And I looked at him and I'm like, hey, Keebler, I go, get the fuck in there. Why don't you you get in there? He's like, yeah, let's go in there, brother. And I'm like, brother, I'm like, excuse me. He goes, yeah, come on. And he goes like this to me like that. And I'm like. So I kind of play on my, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's go in. So I got him in a headlock really fucking tight. And he's like, hey, what are you doing, man? And then I whispered, I'm like, I'm not your fucking brother, you fucking, you fucking Packer Wood. I went like that. And then he's like, what? So I grabbed him by, by his fucking, uh, his underwear and I wedged him so hard. I picked his ass up, boom, like that. And then that got the attention of where, uh, I don't know what gang they were from, but I'm like, I stood in the middle of the pit and I'm like, I go, hey, all you fucking honkies. I went like that. I'm like, come get it, bitches. Come get it. And you hear everyone laughing. And at that point, I had declared war against all these motherfuckers. And now we got the eyes of security because now it's like, okay, this this dude's just trying to basically trying to incite a riot between two, two, two races. But at this point, it wasn't two races. It was just the white supremacists against everyone else. And um, uh, I remember this one humongous white supremacist. He was like six seven, and I'm six two. I'm like fuck. Like if it, the, my first thought is like go for the biggest guy. <laughs> that was my mentality. So I saw this dude, and I was already eyeballing him, and I kept like giving him the the cholo. What's up? Like hey, well, what's up, fool? Like well, you want to get down or no? And he was just kind of like that with his sunglasses. He's like, all right, all right. I'm like, you ain't going to catch me slipping. I'm going to catch you slipping. I kept telling him. So we disperse after hate breeds done. Uh, at this point, we're like, dude, uh, some shit's going to go down. I hope no one gets stabbed. And he's like, no, everyone's going to be fine. Where they fucked up was um, now it's Slipknot. Slipknot's on the second stage. 
Um, this is I'm like, I've been to this pit before. It gets really fucking ugly. Everyone either sits out uh, or, you know, we we enjoy Slipknot uh, or, you know, we're, we're ready to fight. Um, we decided to sit out, sit it out and just spec, you know, watch Slipknot. And these sons of bitches, man, they're 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 like cockroaches. They just appear out of nowhere and they try to like, you know, try to build pits around you or whatever. And I'm like, oh, God damn. I'm like, I see what they're doing. And um, I said, fuck it. And I, I grabbed my my boy, Joe, and I'm like, hey, let's start pitting with him. And I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. And they're like, what the fuck? So I see one of them. He's about my height. And then I'm like, yeah, and I fucking slapped him right in the back of the head because he was bald. And he had a, I think it was a, an SS tattoo in the back of his neck. I'm like, yeah, bitch, fuck yeah, like that. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like that. I'm just fucking trying to egg him on. I'm like, all right. And then everyone else caught on like, all right, cool. Like, I see what he's doing. And, you know, they're going around, whatever. And I'm like, cool, cool, whatever. And then that's when when people turn opposite and start coming at you during the pit, they're purposely, their objective is to try to collide with you and try to hurt you. So I said, all right. So immediately this is where, you know, the fire ignited. Um, because what I saw was on the main stage, black label society was already assembling and I had friends from BLS and I had a, I had a, my, Hey, that was my last resort. I'm not going to go to them. Um, because fucking, you know, super joint ritual is there too. And Phil Anselmo was a fucking asshole and he wanted to fight everyone that day and whatnot. I don't, I don't know. Some mess is going on. So the guy's coming at me and I knew what he's trying to do. What he was trying to do is ram me with a shoulder so I'm like, all right, dude. So I went up to him and I literally just went heads up with the guy. And I'm like, man, I'm like, this is not, I knew I'm like, this is not going to end well for this guy. So I went and I literally like hit him. So he tried so hard um, to hit me with his right shoulder, but I knew where, where his heavy, you know, where he was heavy on, it was his right. I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit him with my left. And, um, so as soon as he, I went like this, I went that way and flack and the guy just fucking rolled down the hill. And I was like, all right, I'm like, Hey, you, you, you asked for it. That's when I felt someone throw a, well, back then they used to sell, um, uh, the, I don't know if it was a bottle or something. Someone threw something that was really heavy. And I'm like, oh, shit, someone's trying to crack a bottle over my head or whatever. And that's when I seen like three Sureños <laughs> tackle down this guy and just start fucking wailing on him because they saw what I was trying to do. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here comes security. Everyone's like, I'm like, you know what? Uh, let's I got my crew. I'm like, let's head to the main stage, dude. BLS is going to play. Uh, let's find somewhere to kind of like hide. But at this point, I'm like. You either have to take your shirt off, you have to wear your hair, do something to kind of disguise yourself in any way, but you can't. They already know who you are. And there's more of them all over the fucking uh, the premise. 
Uh, so BLS plays, we're like, we'll set this one out, we'll go to the side, and we're just constantly looking, but eventually you'll run into these guys in the fucking restroom. That's that's a, that's the fucked up part. And um, lo and behold, I'm like, I had to go, I had to go take a piss. BLS is already done, so, and there's a line to go in. Super Drunk Ritual starts playing, and I was like, fuck, dude, like... Um, I saw one of them to the corner of my eye and I looked at him. I'm like, and he saw me and I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay. So what I did was I, instead of going on a regular stall, I waited for another stall and he was like, maybe like four people behind me. And, um, I went into the, the stall and before I opened, before I closed the door, I make sure I looked at him and I make eye contact. I'm like, I go, I'll see you outside. And he's like, what? Like, I'm like, he's like, he was completely thrown off by it. I'm like, dude, I'll fight you in a fucking restroom. I don't give a fuck. And um, I took a piss, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, the minute I open the door, you got to be ready to swing. Because what if he's outside waiting for you? So I opened it real quick and uh, nothing's there. And, you know, you go and wash your hands. You're washing your back, whatever. You go outside and he's right there waiting for me with like, nine of his fucking homies my homies are on the left but i tell him i told my home like hold on hold on i'm like i go hey all eight against one come on let's go and they're like what the fuck this guy's nuts and i'm like i'm like hey either that or you meet me on the lawn i go because i gotta go watch the show i'm like all right and then um this this one band from i think it, uh i believe they were from norway very yeah yeah they're from yeah they were from norway very very awesome band they were very um very artsy but fucking amazing they were called demu demu borger and uh hold on jen asked me a question were you still skinny like high school during this no fuck no i was let me just tell you something jen in high school i could not gain any fucking weight i was only like 188 pounds my senior year um I was a late bloomer right after high school. Uh, I maybe gained like 40 pounds of, of weight, but a lot of it was muscle because I was exercising constantly and just eating like a fucking pig. And I, I, you know, the reality, what really made me bulk up even more and got more bone density is when I started drinking beer. <laughs> no, no kidding. Well, as soon as I started drinking beer, fuck, it was just, yeah, it was a whole, it was a transformation. Well, here's here's where it got ugly. So these guys, I obviously got their attention. I challenged them. I'm like, all right, cool. We went to the lawn. Uh, Slayer, Slayer's being set up, and I'm like, fuck, this is this is gonna get bad. So we're in the pit. Slayer starts. They open up with, I think it was, I think it was Angel of Death, and um. Yeah, Pitt immediately got nasty and they're looking for us, especially for me. They're looking for me. And uh, now, though, we have allies. We have all the fucking non-game, all the non-associated people. And we have the Sureños with us. There's a bunch of Sureños there. And all of a sudden, I start seeing like one Sureño after another just fucking just wail on these white supremacists, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck's going on? So 
I'm, I'm in the pit, whatever, and I see the tall guy again. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm coming for this guy. Fuck this dude. And um, as I'm running towards him, he just gets back and just runs away. And I'm like, you fucking pussy, dude. And then um, I'm in the pit and I'm just kind of, you know, we're all looking out for each other. You know, we're all, you know, making sure no one gets fucked with. And then someone that I know that was with in our party um, gets tripped during during the pit. And uh, I saw who it was and they didn't think I saw them. So I was just trying to play it slick. And um, once I was circling the pit, I saw the person and I went like that, like if I'm running and I went whack. And then all I felt was like the I don't know if it was a jar or what on my knuckle. And I just seen the dude just just I guess his legs gave out. Done. And then I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. But before and then I started, I felt like someone like spit on me or something. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Spit, dude, what the fuck? But then I felt it again and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the f-? like it felt like is it raining? And then I start like coughing, like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? Unbeknownst to me, I look over, it's fucking the the blue shirt securities. They're spraying fucking pepper spray. And I'm like, oh shit, let's get the fuck out. And you just see everyone run like roaches, just like a swarm of people. And I'm like, fuck, I go get everyone out, get everyone out. And these guys are not giving a fuck, just spraying the whole crowd. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, let's get the fuck out. Let's go, go, go. And lo and behold, I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, we had a we had a retreat because some people got people got fucked up with that pepper spray. And I'm like, oh, no. And none of us got hit, luckily. But all the white supremacists, they were all doused in it. A lot of them, I don't know, they were crying. They were, <laughs> I was fucking weird. I've never seen anything like that. Um, you know what? I take that back. I did see something like that in 2000 during the DNC at Staples Center when Rage played. Uh, that was scary. But that's another story. Um so we retreated, we hid as much as we could. We got to see Judas Priest. We got to see Black Sabbath. And I, we, we always do this. We time it. We don't stay for the last couple songs on Black Sabbath. Cause have you ever been to Glen Helen, originally known as Glen Helen Pavilion, now San Manuel? Have you ever been to San Manuel Amphitheater? It's a pain in the ass to get out of there late. You will, you'll, you'll wait like three or four hours if you don't get out on time. Mm. So, of course, we timed it. We make sure these guys weren't around. And that was it. That, that was, fuck, man. And uh, that was just 2004. You know, 2000, what was the other one that was bad? You know, 03 wasn't that bad. Um, was it 2000... 2002, I believe that's when System of a Down played. That was pretty badass. That was awesome. Um, Because it was Ozzy, it was System of a Down, Rob Zombie, P.O.D. They fucking, they killed it. They were amazing. Um, Drowning Pool was supposed to play, but Dave Williams had passed away like a couple of weeks before uh, before um, the actual show. 
So we were totally bummed out. Adima played, BLS, and Tommy Lee played, which is weird. Um, then 05. Um, 05, it was, yeah, Maiden again with Black Sabbath, Mudvayne. Uh, Velvet Revolver played, I remember that, yeah. And then Rob Zombie, Kill Switch Engage, As I Lay Dying, which I was very impressed by, but later finding out that this dude um, tried to pay ransom to have his wife murdered so he could have full custody of his kids, and he did jail time. What an idiot. Um, yeah, I've been a rock star mayhem, dude. Um, let me see. Rockstar mayhem. Which one did I go to? I went to a bunch of them, dude. Because I think they debuted it uh, 2008. Yeah, 2008. I went to that one. And there was the Hot Topic stage. There was the Jaeger stage. And then the main stage. Um, and I remember in the Hot Topic stage, um, we were there to see 36 Crazy Fists and Suicide Silence. And, um, hold on, I got a question. Are you going to do this? Are you going to do this on a daily or weekly? It's awesome to hear your stories. I don't know. I just started doing it. Um, you know, with this whole quarantine thing going on, I've been doing more podcasting. Like for example, Preston that's on this, um, was watching as well. I got an episode with him. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of stories. So I'll probably just tell this one and save the rest for either tomorrow or the next um but um suicide silence played at that 2008 mayhem festival and um i think that was the last time i got to see mitch lucker yeah and mitch lucker was the one the the original lead singer and he died um I remember it was this Halloween party um, in 2012. Yeah, because I remember I was working at at a Sprint store in Westwood. And the, the party was in Huntington Beach, I think. And I had gotten invited to that party. And he died in a motorcycle accident. He he suffered, I think, head trauma. Um, or like right after, I think it was 9 p.m., but the dude was loaded. He was drunk. He was drunk and riding a motorcycle, so nothing nothing good came out of that. Um, so that was the last time I saw him with Suicide Silence. The Jaeger stage was pretty badass. Um... Um, it was Five Finger Death Punch, which I'm not a big fan of, but, and then Machine Head played, which I'm a huge fan of. And then of course the main stage was Macedon, Dragon Force, Disturbed, and Slipknot. Um, and 09, I think I went to all of these, dude, now that I'm looking at them. Uh, 2009. Yeah, I went to this one too. Marilyn Manson, Slayer, <laughs> Kill Switch Engage, Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah, I went to this one, 2010. Yeah, I went to this one too. Corn, Rob Zombie, Lamb of God, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, yeah, Hate Breed. Uh, 
Yeah, I went to all these. I think the 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 best one I went to was probably the 2012 one because that's when I saw Motorhead, and that was of course the last time I got to see Lemmy. Um, they played the main stage, and then um, I got to see Anthrax, which was fucking cool. Um, then 2013. I don't think I went to this one. No, I did because I saw Butcher Babies. And have you ever seen Butcher Babies? They're fucking awesome. And they got two really hot chicks in the fucking band. And they're, they're screamers. They're vocalists. So uh, 2014, I went to this one. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold Corn, Trivium, Asking Alexandria. And this is the one that Body Count fucking played. That was fucking amazing. Um. And then I saw my boys from El Nino. And then 2015 was the last year that they had it. And this is the one I got to see. Hell yeah. Before Vinny, Vinny Paul passed away. So, and there wasn't that many bands in 2015. It's, it's almost like you already saw like kind of like the decline in this type of festival, which is kind of fucked up because I'm like, you know, even, even the hip hop, uh, festivals I used to go to like I, I like Rock the Bells for example Rock the Bells the best one I probably went to in my opinion was the 2007 one and that's the year that Rage Against the Machine reunited and that was fucking awesome because that lineup was ridiculous man it was fucking oh, man it was Rage, Wu-Tang, Cypress Hill, The Roots, Public Enemy, Erica Badu, Rakim, Mostev, Talib Kweli, Nas, fuck, EPMD, Immortal Technique, Jedi, Jedi Mind Tricks. Who else was on there? At the time, it was David Banner. Fuck, man. Uh... Who else is there? There was like MF Doom, Black Alicious, and then Sendog and Hieroglyphics and all that shit. That was fucking amazing, dude. But um, yeah, I'll save the stories because um, I got a bunch and you guys might want to hear one of these. So um, I'll kill it now and hopefully I can do one tomorrow or Saturday. So stay tuned. I got plenty more.